This podcast is produced by The Brand is Female. Hello and welcome back to the Matriarch Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Olette Stonechild, and I'm super excited for today's episode. And I know I say that about every episode, but it's hard not to be excited when you're surrounded by inspirational, trailblazing, indigenous women, femmes, and two-spirited people. Uh, Today's guest is Michelle Chubb, also known as Indigenous Baddie on TikTok and Instagram. I met Michelle actually back in November of 2020. We're at the same Bond Look campaign shoot, and I had actually creeped the call sheet the night before, and I was surprised to see another Indigenous woman's name on the call sheet. So not only was I excited for that, but then when I actually met Michelle, I was inspired by how humble she is and how down-to-earth she is. She's only 23 years old, She's Swampy Cree from the Buffalo Clan, and she has already gone through so much in her own journey of reconnecting to her own Indigenous identity, to her own roots through jingle dress dancing, and also through finding her voice and remaining authentic through TikTok and through Instagram. She did a shoot with Teen Vogue, and we go through all of this in today's episode and a little bit more. This week's episode of Matriarch Movement is brought to you by our partners at Louvre Design. Louvre is a socially responsible fashion retailer and manufacturer specializing in sustainable women's clothing, with all pieces made and designed right here in Canada. You know, I support women like it's my day job, and Louvre is 100% female-owned and female-led, which is an A+, in my books. Finding sustainable clothing that doesn't break the bank is literally not easy, but Louvre has set out to change that. Even better, you can be sure that everyone Louvre works with are getting fair wages, and we know how important it is to bridge the gender wage gap. All the clothing is as comfortable as your yoga gear, but chic enough to wear on your next Zoom call, with modern staples and playful prints that you'll literally want to wear every single day. Check out Louvre for yourself at louvedesign.com. That's L-O-U-V-E design.com. And get free shipping on your next order with the code Shayla Shipping, all one word, at checkout. So without further ado, welcoming Michelle. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to talk with you guys today. Thank you. I'm excited for you to be here and for taking the time out of your day. We tried to record one before and the sound was a little off. So this is our second <laughs> second go. Uh, yeah. How how have you been? How Are you in Winnipeg right now? Yeah, I'm in Winnipeg. How has it's it been? Pretty, uh, COVID is kind of boring, making it boring, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, because you grew up in Winnipeg, right? Yeah. And so what was that experience like growing up in Winnipeg? Because I went there before the pandemic. And I have to say, like going into some stores, I even felt like, I don't know, you could just feel like it seems like there's the indigenous people and then there's like non-indigenous people and there's like complete separation and polarization and a lot of racism. So did you also sense that growing up there? Uh, Yes, a lot. Um especially in elementary school when I first started like uh young I already knew that I was different from the way I looked and uh I just had to carry myself 
tiptoeing around people just so I can get around. Because <laughs> you, you grew, did you go to school in like a predominantly white uh, school? Uh, yeah, and there was a couple, probably like one East Indian and like a few Métis, but that's about it. And so now that you've, um, well, how old are you right now? You're 20, 21? 24. You're 24? <laughs> Hold on. No, just kidding. Um, 2024 this year, yeah. 24. What, what's, what's your sign? I'm curious. Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius. Oh, you're the same <laughs> as my brother. Um, so have you, do you feel like things have changed in Winnipeg or do you feel like it's more of the same? Um, I think it changed a bit, but not drastically. Um, there's not as much racism shown in public as it did when I was younger, but um, there still needs to be change done here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like Canada, like on the outside, it has this um, identity of being like super polite and nice. But in the reality is that we face as Indigenous people like throughout our lives and even today, it's just like stuff has to change. Um, And so for you as a kid, what did you do to, you know, for me, when I grew up in a predominantly white community, I was really shy. And so how did you (laughs) deal with the effects of racism um to be honest when I was small um I don't know I kind of just kept an open mind I didn't really uh react too much um but I do remember being really really shy and only talking mm-hmm. to the teachers whenever I needed help um mm-hmm. there would be a few students that come up to me and talk to me but um yeah <laughs> I was really shy. Yeah, no, I feel that. Uh, It's interesting how like that kind of seems to be like a very similar narrative for a lot of um, Indigenous folks growing up. Uh, And now that you have such a big presence on social media, you know, how do you show up there each day and stay truthful to you? Um, I don't don't know. I just try to stay true to who I am um, because this is who I am. If I'm showing another person, another um persona of myself that's not me then that's gonna be pretty hard to keep up with Hmm. yeah it's, and I feel like when you show up I like authentic more people relate to like authenticity than trying to be someone that you're not uh, TikTok has really blown up in the last year and we've seen an increase of Indigenous influencers. And so what was your journey like, you know, getting onto that platform, um, TikTok? Uh, there's like some highs and lows. Um, it's pretty, it can be uplifting, but it can also be negative at the same time. Uh, there's so many racist people who come on my uh, post and like try to comments about my appearance or about mm. the history <laughs> mm-hmm. and nothing about the actual post. Yeah, that that's one thing that I've noticed too is like TikTok has more of a reach to other countries and people that actually have no idea, like are not educated on the history, um, Canadian history with Indigenous people at all. And so, uh, like, how do you do deal with the haters? Um, I say just block them and delete mm-hmm. the comments. There's no room for that type of shit. 
exactly well like and I think like the good obviously outweighs the bad right mm-hmm. yeah obviously that's what keeps me hot to push myself from all of the haters <laughs> <laughs> and so like what have been I don't know some of your highlights when it comes to TikTok and then maybe some of the challenges that you face oh highlights um I think my one of my biggest highlights uh was getting reached from Teen Vogue. That mm. was like a big, that was a big one for me. And like Bon Luck too. Um, yeah. I was kind of happy that they reached out to me. And it was all uh, good responses. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, me and Michelle met in Toronto. I believe it was, when was it? December? December? Uh, I think it was November, November. November. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, I flew out to Toronto and then Michelle did too from Winnipeg and I was creeping the call sheet and I noticed her name and I totally slid into her DMs. I was like, yo girl, you're on the same shoot as me. Like, let's link up. And she's like, oh wait, am I? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we connected in Toronto. It was very brief. It was like only, we were only, you were only there for like 24 hours, right? Yeah, 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, but that that was that was cool. Like that was my first time ever being in a campaign shoot with another indigenous person there. And so I felt super inspired that I was like, yo, brands are finally waking up to how important indigenous representation is and how um how we have so many stories to share and to be told on like a bigger national level. And so I really applaud Bonluck for taking that step. It was a together campaign. Um, why do you think that it is so important for Indigenous representation in beauty campaigns and in mainstream media? Um, because they're all over the place. You see them like wherever you walk, wherever you, whenever you look at your phone, you see like a model. And growing up, uh, it was pretty hard not seeing that representation because you kind of see yourself like, who am I mm-hmm. to this world? And um, that, there's like a bigger message behind that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Like I was like, I, yeah, I don't think we we had Buffy St. Marie, I feel like. But even Buffy St. Marie, I feel like was the the older generation. Like for for us now, it's really inspiring to see a lot of people begin to partner with brands and to um, share their stories. I feel like that's another thing is like when because we grew up in predominantly white communities. And so sometimes you feel like you're the only person that may be facing um, racism or facing the effects of intergenerational trauma and all these things. So even just knowing that, no, like we actually exist and we're still here. How was the teen Vogue shoot for you? Oh, wow. That was like pretty fun for me. Um, they got a photographer to fly in from Toronto and she came and I took my uh, photos. Uh, she was really nice. She brought her dad with her and they were really polite and they were excited to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> what was, was your favorite part of the show? Um, probably getting dressed up in my jingle dress and showing it off. Mm-hmm. And so how long have you been dancing jingle? Uh, I think ever since Tiny Pots. And then for that, I think, for five summers, I was nonstop dancing. And then after that, my grandpa passed away. Yeah. 
And so did you kind of pause for a bit from dancing and everything? Yeah, I did. I did pause for a bit from the traditional life. Um, I went on my own own path for a bit and mm-hmm. I just found myself coming back to this lifestyle that I mm-hmm. was introduced to before. And um, yeah, it's really helped me. <laughs> What would your advice be? Because I know, um, like, for people that may not feel connected to their Indigenous roots or identity, how, what would your advice be for someone that's maybe looking to reconnect to their dances or to their culture? Um, I would probably suggest going to whatever tribe they think they're from and mm-hmm. talk to the elders, uh, go mm-hmm. to ceremony. Uh, attend powwow they're like pretty fun <laughs> yeah. a lot. Uh, and I know you've learned how to make your own jingle dresses is that correct yes um growing up uh whenever I would go to cross like my aunties they're like twins and like whenever I would go they'd be like sewing up a storm in, in there they'd be sewing up jingle dresses and like they they're the ones who uh together my old regalias and mm. also my brothers and my sisters so and so is there like a process or a ceremony or um like I've never made a jingle dress and so like what do you need to make one um first off uh, you need to have an idea of what you want to make and how you want to present yourself with it um so yeah, you have to have an idea. And then also when you're making the jingle dress, you have to have good intentions and mm. um, good thoughts while you're making it because it will affect how you're making it if you're doing it negatively. And yeah, uh, smudge it after. <laughs> Thank you, hi hi, to our friends at Louvre Design for supporting this episode. As a yoga teacher and a spiritual revolution activist, my whole being is rooted in wellness, but not just of the body and spirit. Protecting indigenous culture means protecting the land we belong to. The fashion industry is one of the most important sources of waste on our planet, but Louvre has set out to prove that sustainable fashion can be the norm. Protecting the planet, the people, and the animals are values most important to Louvre, and I stand firmly behind them. 25% of the pieces are actually made with upcycled fabrics, and the remainder of the fabrics are made with renewable materials like organic cotton, bamboo, modal, and tensile. This is the comfy modern brand you can be proud to wear. Don't forget to visit louvedesign.com, that's L-O-U-V-E design.com, and get free shipping on your next order with the code Shayla Shipping, all one word, at checkout. How many How many dresses do you have? I see them behind you right now. Oh, oh your... I have, yeah, I have three. Oh, sick. <laughs> and so how, how many hours would you say goes into making one? Ooh, uh... I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I guess like it depends. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, I guess it depends if you're like feeling good or if you're feeling off. Cause you yeah. just said like, don't, don't be working on it. If your intentions aren't good. Um, mm-hmm. What is your intentions, you know, moving forward into 2021? I know this pandemic has each affected us differently. And so I'm curious, like, what are your goals for 2021? 
Um, more self care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, to be careful what I really think and say because whatever you think and say, they're really powerful and it goes out into the universe and it will happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's so much power in our words and also in, I believe, writing things down. That's something that I need to, that's like one of my goals for 2021 is like, yo, if I want to make this happen, I need to solidify it into writing on paper. Um, and so with TikTok, you know, how has that been for, because I know when you start to get more followers and increase your online presence, you have more brands and opportunities kind of reaching out. Like you mentioned, you got Teen Vogue, you got Bon Luck. How has it been working with uh, brands? Um, it's really different, to be honest. Um, I never would have had thought that I would be in this position working with brands, but everything's um everything's pretty cool i'm pretty happy with it and so for the folks out there who want to increase their social media presence what would your advice be um stay true to who you are use hashtags um but yeah just stay true to who you are and don't be fake (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that's so important. Um, Staying rooted. And so you already kind of mentioned that you block people when, you know, you experience racism, but do you have any other boundaries when it comes to social media? I feel like as creatives, sometimes we are always uh, pressured to constantly be creating. And so do you have times off? Like, what do your boundaries around social media look like? Oh, yeah. Um, I usually take breaks, like, once a week, like, a couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it usually uh, depends on how I feel, if mm-hmm. I'm really straight or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's something good to note because I feel like social media gives you this illusion that everyone has access to you 24 seven. And you're just like, no, dude, like I actually need to take time for myself <laughs> once in a while. Um, And so like this, this is the matriarch movement podcast. And it's all about, you know, empowering other indigenous women. How do you feel about the word matriarch? Does that resonate with you? Uh, yes, it does a lot to me because growing up, I've been told, like, oh, you can't do that because you're a girl. Mm. <laughs> so obviously, uh, a girl can do that. Um, you just don't want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah, you get shit done, honestly. Yeah, yeah. what does the... What does the actual word, like, what does the, if you were to define the word matriarch, what would it mean to you? Um, a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. And are there any matriarchs that you grew up inspired by or currently are inspired by? Um, my aunties, my, my Dukan, um, yeah, and my mom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the they're literally like the backbones of our communities. I feel like sometimes um for me moving away to a big city, you know, sometimes you forget about the people that really um got you to where you are and how to honor those people every single day. Uh how do you honor yourself um you know when you are feeling down or depleted or tired? What are some practices that make you feel whole and complete again? Um, I like to work out 
that's one of my favorite things I've been getting into. Um, journaling also helps uh, writing down your thoughts and rereading uh, re what you just uh, put down. Just the process, uh, what you're feeling, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's like hanging out with my boyfriend because he's like, uh, he makes everything go away. Totally having that like connection and that support from a loved one is so important. Um, I know a little bit about your journey and how you talk about, you know, when you went on your path, you kind of lost yourself into, you know, the partying or the wrong scene. And so what, what created that shift for you to, you know, let that old path die essentially? Um, I know growing up, I always thought, um, uh, I always wanted to be in that uh, traditional lifestyle uh, since I was young, and I kind of just lost it when I went into high school, and I was like trying to find myself. Um, and after high school, that's when I found that crowd, and I don't know. It's just like in the back of your head, just mm-hmm. just tells you like you know just re- what you really want in life, like. You can change it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so when did you start to like ch- choose a different path? How old are you? Um, probably about 21, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like like even for myself, I went through a pretty like darker path finding my own way and sometimes it can be a really isolating experience because you feel like you are super alone and like no one understands you. And so that's why I think it's so important, you know, the you reconnecting to, you know, dancing and to ceremonies. And I think that's really healing and that's really powerful in itself. And to be so young too, and already, um, you know, know, know that you have like darker uh, habits or cycles perhaps. Um, so what would be, um, you know, your advice for the younger generation that is maybe going through the same thing right now? Um, maybe reevaluate what you really want in life. Because um, whatever you see around you is um, not everything you see is, uh, I'm trying to find the word. It's all good. I think I know what you're saying. Like, um, sometimes you can get lost in it because you feel like that's the only reality that exists because that's all you've seen in your external environment. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm also going through a shift right now of, you know, when you start to choose healthier habits and healthier decisions that feel right for you, sometimes you lose a lot of people or you lose like connections that were once very important to you. And so, yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard pass. I think some people don't realize like how, um, yeah, like isolating it can be when you start to choose healthier options for yourself, but how important it is too. Yeah, because that's all you have in, in life is yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then like, um, how long have you been with your boyfriend? Like a while, right? Uh, yeah, for a while, for four years now. Yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> I'm like when are you getting getting checked? I guess you're already checked. <laughs> yeah. When's that ceremony coming? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> no, that just uh, <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, so I I know you mentioned like a little bit of what your goals are for 2021, but what do you hope for your future? Like it, when it comes to yeah, looking at 2021, do you hope to partner with more brands? Do you hope to um, like w- what do you see for yourself? Um, well, every time I get asked this question, like honestly, I can never see it because, like, I never seen myself in this position before. So yeah, it's kind of hard. So maybe like more, more pushing myself. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I've been kind of unlearning that too, because I feel like uh, we get told that we need to have like a five year plan all the time, or like you need to go to school, you need to go to like get an education for four years. And it's like, dude, like all these opportunities that are presenting itself now were never available to like, um, the past generation. And so for me, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do today? Like, what are my goals and the daily actions that I need to go do today and then usually that creates like more of a ripple effect in my life um yeah no so I I feel where you're coming from uh when you think of the word like indigenous futurism talking about the future does this resonate with you and how would you define indigenous futurism um I think that uh when I hear that word it's like more indigenous um areas uh representing indigenous people more and mm. maybe even having uh, open ceremonies. Mm. I never even thought of that. That would be like super healing and powerful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where where can people support you and where can people find you on social media? Uh, TikTok, Instagram. That's about it. <laughs> and your handles, Indigenous underscore body? Yeah. Indigenous Batty. Where 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 did that is that inspiration come from? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't it Rihanna? Did you was it Rihanna? Uh, no, no. She, no, she's like one of my inspirations. But yeah. um where I don't know, just like growing up I was like kind of like that badass kid where like I, uh you know those kids like people would ask people to do it, but no one would do it. I would yeah. be that person to do it. <laughs> that's that's your that's your spirit name (laughs) Uh, anyways long story story short you can follow michelle chubb at indigenous underscore baddie make sure you check out her tiktoks her instagram uh thank you so much michelle for being here it's always nice to reconnect and hopefully we can like reconnect on another another shoot oh we will we will be connecting on another shoot oh yeah we can't talk about it yet but just so you know there's some fire there's some baddie on the horizon (laughs) i hope you enjoyed today's episode and i would love your feedback follow me on instagram at shayla0h at matriarch.movement and don't forget to subscribe on the pod platform of your choice and review and rate where possible I'll be back in a week. Hi, hi. Thank you so much for tuning in.